Hey guys, welcome back. Welcome back to the podcast, y'all. Well, I know we've been MIA for a little bit, but we are back. It was for good reason. Of course, we were um, observing and paying respects due to what happened with the uh, case. The Breonna Taylor Breonna case. Taylor case. Mm-hmm. So The outcome was just like a really a letdown um, and a loss for the black community. Um, and... We just were kind of like floored at how the events turned about, but um, the most we could do at this point is just you know continue to pray for her family, and pay our respect in any way that we can. So yeah, just with that, and it was just a lot going on besides that. Yeah. So I felt like everybody just kind of needed to debrief. Yep. You know, and we're back. So did you have to do a mental health check? Mm. <laughs> like no, over these past two weeks, yeah, it's been heavy and it's been busy too yeah we've been going insane and you know we were trying to de-stress over the weekend but i don't know how well we did that (laughs) um but it's all good so today's episode we wanted to get into um something everybody deals with which is customer service um it's pretty much any job that you either have had before or do pretty much involves customer service yep um i think everybody has like their own or a different idea of what good customer service is yeah and it's often an interview question too um for a lot of customer service roles they're like well name a time where you receive good customer service right and more often than not i remember times that i had poor customer service over when i had good customer service but we do have examples for both um and we also will just kind of explain what our expectations are as far as receiving good customer service um and providing it and when we don't receive it what should be the outcome honestly i feel like my good example of customer service isn't one that i've actually received Mm -hmm. it's just one i've seen given by our mom so you've witnessed it yeah Mm -hmm. so um i don't know if that's just what goes on in our household or just africans in general but we our family has a lot of hospitality yep so my mom my mom does hair so a lot of times whenever a customer comes over our house or um uh she she'll make sure that her client is taken care of hands down so like if her client needs to use the restroom she'll make sure the restroom is nice and tidy and neat and, and it's always like that anyway because right. we're very clean people oh gosh i can't stand to be in a dirty home if i can't lean back on your couch it's a problem okay and if i'm <laughs> afraid to sit on the toilet in it's a, a private home not a public restroom it's a problem right so basically things that we wouldn't want to encounter yeah. we'll make sure to to make sure that our customers don't encounter that either. Yeah, and then she goes above and beyond too. Cause she really does. Like Muna was saying, she's very hospitable, and I think we as a people, like culture-wise, are hospitable as well. Um, we're you know we're always hosting something. Oh gosh. And we're always you know accommodating others. So crazy. it's just something that we're we grew up with that we're used to and that we're I guess trained to do. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. I feel like we're very well-mannered, and that's what I expect when I go somewhere. Like, I mean, I feel like our mom does go above and beyond. Like, she'll even make sure that her clients are fed sometimes because, I mean, if you're getting your hair done, it's it's going to be hours on end. Everybody's tired. Everybody gets hungry, you know. So she makes sure, like, you're good all around. 
So I'm not saying like, and she doesn't have to. No, I'm saying like good customer service, in my opinion, doesn't require all that. So I would consider that maybe great above and beyond good customer service, but it's still customer service in general should fall within the category. Mm-hmm. And it's all about the little things that you're attentive to, um, just anticipating your customer or clients' needs. And just putting yourself in putting yourself in their shoes of like, what would I appreciate or what would I like if I was dining in at this restaurant or getting my nails done at this place or whatever the case may be, you know, right. and what will make that a more enjoyable experience for me. I feel like a lot of the times people who are working forget that they themselves are customers, too. So it's like if you as a customer would or would not appreciate something being done while you're either getting a service done for you or you you will have to make sure as the person doing the service that you treat the people how you want to be treated. So uh for example, um one time I think this was around like Valentine's Day, um we went to go get our nails done at uh and you know of course we're always going to try to support black um businesses. So we saw this nail tech that she had pretty good work um on her Instagram. So we decided to go give her a visit. And so I went to get my nose in first. And when I tell you it just oh god, it was just very disappointing. Um she well first she was late, but then on her website she was like, "Well, if you're late, I'm like not refunding your deposit or something, mm. something crazy. These nail techs and hairstylists nowadays be having a laundry list a of, of stuff on their websites. And I know y'all see it cause everybody be complaining about it. And I'm like, well, I don't usually, like I, we do our own hair yeah. and we don't get our nails done that often. So that's not something that we really encounter that often, but like all these beauticians and stuff, I understand why they have rules in place, but if you're not going to follow your own rules, you can't set them for me and these deposits and these come with your hair blow dried. It's not even like rules anymore. It's like some of it's just downright discrimination talking about some. If your hair is nappy or if your hair is a certain way, I'm not going to do it. Or, mm-hmm. Obviously, you're not a well-rounded beautician. You're not a good hairstylist if you can't work with all kinds of hair. Yeah, Boom. if you're limited to one hair type, what is that? Right. Like, you're going to have my one hair, client. My hair got to be silky straight, bone straight for you to do it. What's the point? My hair is done. <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't understand. So, yeah. obviously, the problem is you. And it's 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 something we feel the need to talk about because the customer service in, for example, hair braiding, since we are part of the hair braiding community, is just... We don't require you to put down a deposit. We don't require you to... I mean, before COVID, we would wash your hair. Like, I know a lot of um, uh, salons are not washing people's hair now, you know, due to safety. But, like, these other hairstylists and beauticians are like, you have to do this, this, and this before you can even get your service done. Like, what's the point of me paying for the service if I'm doing the work? Yeah. Please tell me. You're doing at least 50% of it, which is wild. So back to the example, Mm -hmm. Um, she came late, she had her headphones in, wouldn't even speak to me really. I spoke to her, she asked me what I wanted and I showed her and everything was fine at first. You know, I always try to make sure I check in here and there to make sure I'm getting what I want because I am paying for the service after all. And I'm not like too, too picky. Like I'm not gonna try to be like, oh, this is like an, like a fifth of a centimeter shorter than the other nail. No, it's, it's, I mean, it's still a human craft at the end of the day. It's not going to be a thousand percent perfect. 
but sis was over here making one of my nails skinnier than the other somewhere longer somewhere shorter and for some reason it's like she wouldn't let me compare my fingers like she kept holding my hands apart I think because she knew like she wasn't doing what she was supposed to do mm-hmm. and until I finished I realized like I went to go get like uh Starbucks for us and then I came back and when I was looking surveying like outside of the nail salon I'm like wow this nail's way skinnier than the other one wow like this is it just doesn't look right and when I came back and they were gonna last because they were janky right and when I came back to to the nail salon because my sister was still there I was I let her know like hey like my nails just don't they just don't look alike let alone look good and she was like I don't see it I don't see it and when I told her my nails were like bumpy and rough she was like where they're smooth to me I was just like (laughs) you know well, at that point, she could have gotten a second opinion because clearly she's objective. And all you had to do was like, you know, you're you're the one providing the service. You're the one rendering the service. But if your client is saying, OK, hey, this is not right, pointing something out about it, it's worth it to at least get at a least second opinion. And she she shared a suite with this other girl that did lashes. So all she had to do was just be like, hey, like, do these look OK to you? Because no, no. she sees her work a lot of the time. But the thing is, that was her friend. So they looked at each other. Her friend was not going to be like, oh, yeah, you messed up here and here. She just wants to get her money the easiest way possible. Because I saw them looking at each other like, are you about to say something? No? Okay, I'm not about to say something either. Mm-hmm. So it was really like a buddy-buddy type of thing. And I just kept looking. Because at first, her, her friend was looking like, mm, I can kind of see like the size difference. But she wasn't about to say nothing because that's her friend. So I left there pissed with janky nails and I still paid her because I'm not about to you know I mean she did the work but I was not satisfied but she also wasn't a professional obviously so it's like wasn't unprofessional or no was unprofessional doesn't say she she wasn't a prof- wasn't a oh wasn't a professional yeah so she I don't know I just never I'm never going back to yeah her, I mean, it's like a gamble. Like, you'll see someone's work online on Instagram or whatever, and you're like, okay, well, you know, these turn out great. And I but the guy I is, had a different experience. Right. So that's what I'm saying. And that was in, like, the same sitting. So, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what, why. Maybe. I had a different experience. She um did my nails fairly well. I liked the design. I liked um how they were. Hers were But I think cute. it was because she knew that she made an error on my sister's nails when she had previously done them so like when it came time for mine she like kind of like I guess took it more seriously and gave more of an effort which you should my whole point is you should just do that across the board because your quality of work should be the same across the board it doesn't matter who your client is honestly I think she did your nails better because you paid more because I just got a simple nail set but you did like a freestyle for Valentine's Day. Mm-hmm. And I think because you put more money into it, she was like, oh, well, let me make sure her nails are done better. But mine was just a simple nail set. I literally had to go get my nails done again the next day. That's how bad they were. And that experience wasn't great either because my nails messed up and I let the technician know like, hey, some of my nail polish came off. Can I come back and get it fixed? And she was like, I'm not available. I'm like, what? Girl, I just left <laughs> your salon. Two I know. seconds I ago. I literally just left your salon. She was like, I'm not available until like three weeks later. I'm like, okay. And there wasn't like a necessarily end time for your appointment either. She didn't say, oh, I have to be out of here by a certain time. She was late so... too. She was late. I had to sit in the um little, I don't even know what 
it's called like the salon area waiting for her you went to her too remember yep. you went to her too like a few months later and she did you dirty and it's just girl <laughs> and it was my birthday right. i was like sis like out of all times for you to screw up this is not the time because i legit just want to get my nails done for my birthday so that was wild because this particular nail tech our um friend had referred her to us and you know i think word of mouth is still the most powerful like marketing mm-hmm. tool and like you know, and we tool of promotion that you have. Work in person. Yes, and we had seen her work like on my friend's nails. Like whenever she, that was her go-to person, she would always get them done. They would always be cute and professional mm-hmm. and polished, and done well. Um, but like Mona had a bad experience when she went there, and I had a terrible experience when I went there because she thought our appointment was a whole different time than I, what I scheduled. She was there like a whole hour later. I mean, I damn near left because I was just like, this is too much. Like I can go somewhere else, you know, right. if, if I hadn't like paid a deposit and need to get my deposit back, I would have been left. But, you know, I did give her a chance and I was just still, even though the nails came out fine, it, I couldn't overlook the fact that she was late. She didn't communicate with me. And then when she did, she just had an excuse to tell me and she didn't really even truly apologize. So it was just bad all around, so I just won't be going back. And those little things that people think they are not detriment, detrimental to, like, the overall quality of your service, they are. And that's what people remember. Mm-hmm. People will likely remember the negative things over the positive things because that impacted them more. And she even stopped, like, reach, like when Dan- Danielle is the friend that we're referring to, She she didn't even, like continue to do her nails or be professional with her because at first she was like great and dandy with danielle and her nails like she always that was like her go-to person but then she just like kind of dropped another client for no reason that's what i'm saying that's that's the easiest way to lose clientele right so i don't know so that's one example of poor customer service but i feel like customer service as a whole has just been dwindling especially during the pandemic because these wait times for some of these companies have been horrific yeah and understandably so understandably so but like if you're saying that there's a a, like an absurd wait time why would you not hire more people because people need jobs they ain't got no money like it's a simple equation but they but they can't make money if no one's answering the phones that's true you have to invest in whatever it is you're doing so that Mm -hmm. you can have you know, so your operation can continue. Yeah, like, I agree. And then there was a need for hiring, and there was a need for training, and there was a need for people to answer these damn phones, and they were getting <laughs> on my nerves, like, with these outrageous hold times for doctor's appointments, you know, just things you need, you know. Luckily, things have gotten better now, because, you know, a lot of people are going back to work, but... Have um, they? Because this was recent. Oh, well, when I've made more recent phone calls i haven't been on hold that long but i guess it just depends on what you're calling yeah or what you're doing but did you have like a particular um bad customer service or good customer service experience rather um yes i did recently actually and i will rave about them in just a little bit but i do have to circle back because we one thing i need to talk about is as it pertains to customer service, one thing you shouldn't be messing with is people's food. <laughs> and, uh, um, like, for the past few times that I've eaten out, even pre- um, before the pandemic, because um, I have tried to definitely limit my eating out now, but 
for the past few times that I did go somewhere and like go to like a sit down restaurant, um, I've just been having terrible luck with customer service. And you were there for mm-hmm. one of them. I was there for both. Yes. So basically it was just a scenario where um where do we go again? Negril Village. And I think my roommate and I are cursed because every time we try a place by ourselves, because we like like trying new restaurants and things and you know, um That's what happened with me at Chipotle. <laughs> every time we try a new restaurant and then we try to let our friends know about it or family or whomever um needs a recommendation. It's never the same. Like, it's always bad the second time around when we go with our family. So, I think that's a curse, personally. Yeah. But, um, so, in this particular instance, um, my roommate's family came into town. And, um, this was, like, around... This was, like... Christmas time? Oh, no. Like, Thanksgiving last year. Was it Was it Thanksgiving? It was during the holidays. It was during the holidays. Oh, no, 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 it wasn't. It was in, um... It was earlier this year. Yeah, it was. Damn, girl. This year (laughs) year is so so much. Nobody even knows what the timeline is anymore. (laughs) Oh, my God. I think it was earlier this year. Bro, it was. This year has been so long. It was legit in February. It was in February. All of this stuff has been going on in February. February is just a cursed month, I'm (laughs) I'm pretty sure. Okay, so it was indeed February of 2020. My bad, but um, it seems so long. Ago. It does. So her family came to visit. Um, and there's this um, brunch place that we went to that we really had a great time at the first time that we went with some friends, and we were like, we should go here because they have great food, great portions, everything. And the food was good. Yeah, the food itself was good. It was just a service. Well, for basically the bad customer service happened to me in this situation. So, you're talking about Negril, right? Yes. Okay, so it wasn't really the service so much. It was, well, kind of, because, okay. It was a little bit of both. I ordered this, like, oxtail pasta, which it was good, by the way. And Fatu also ordered the oxtail pasta. So, they brought our food out, and I was like, hmm. My plate doesn't look as appetizing as her plate. It a little scarce, if you know what I mean. And I didn't, like, ask for anything off, you know. Like, I liked everything that they had in the dish, so I just ordered it regularly. As is. Mm-hmm. And so, like, my food was, like, missing, like, spinach. And I'm like, why are you taking my spinach away? I love spinach now. <laughs> and it was missing, like, some tomatoes or something. Yeah, like, most of just, the veggies. It was missing, like, a whole bunch of ingredients. And I'd understand if I had asked for none of that on my plate. Or if, if I didn't have her plate to, like, compare it to, I wouldn't have noticed until later. I would have been like, huh, mm-hmm. I think I didn't. But then at that point, I probably would have eaten it halfway. Like, it's just too late at that point. So I gave them the plate back, like, hey, <laughs> you're missing half the dish. And it, I don't know. I don't know if it seemed like I was being rude, but, like, I'm like, hello. I didn't ask for any of my food to be altered so what what happened here mm-hmm. so i just wasn't really satisfied with that like i don't know and then when they came back out with my food all they had did was just like they were like oh we'll add it on there no my food's gonna be cold at that point just go ahead and make it over yeah just like, remake it and then i hate when people say oh like you know something was wrong with your dish and you attempt to send it back um, or you attempt to, um, like, reorder it or whatever, and then they take the dish. Like, no, just bring out the new one. <laughs> like, like what are you taking this for? Uh, right, like, <laughs> I mean, it's mine now right. that it done touched the table. That's unsanitary, first of all. I don't know what you're about to do with that. 
So, but um, well, I mean, I don't they like when they do that. that. The fact that they would just go. My thing is, I think they just the take it and so try on. to revamp it. Exactly. So and that's what, I don't like that. I want you to bring out a new one. I was like, no, no, thank you. Yeah. And I was very much the person who, like, before, like, maybe, like, a year ago or something, like, didn't really ever try to be too demanding or, yeah, like, just be too demanding or, like, you know, if something was wrong, I'd be like, okay, it's fine, it's minor, blah, 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 brush it under the rug. But you, I mean, you have to think about it. These are your hard-earned dollars that you're spending. You're not only paying for, for the food. You're, consuming. you're also paying for the experience and, you know, probably parking as well if you're in Atlanta. So, <laughs> first of all, that's a whole shebang. Like, so I not need... shebang. <laughs> I need it to be up to par because, you know, that's what the reviews say. That's also, in this particular scenario, what I experienced when I went through the first time. So it needs to be consistent. I think consistency is a problem. Mm-hmm. I think so too. And it's it's just any aspect of customer service because I remember somebody was telling me how like even barbers now are slacking. It's just... Because they're being lazy. Yeah. And I was like, honestly, you have to go outside of Atlanta at this point. You have to go in the burbs to try to find something better for you because it's like Atlanta is just, it's just doing too much because I think everybody's trying to make sure they get... Every, all their customers in and out, in and out, and make as yep. much money as possible, that they're not actually putting enough quality time into their work. And they're definitely focused on quantity okay. over quality. Now, if I were to open a business in Atlanta, I would make sure all my customers are satisfi- satisfied. Yep. Because one, I want to make sure my customers are happy. And two, they're putting money in my pockets. So, mm-hmm. and, and also I think everyone mm-hmm. should, at least once in their life, work as a server Oh, goodness. I do. I do full, like, wholeheartedly believe that. Like, everyone should have at least work as a server or have some type of service job to fully understand. To fully understand the scope of it. Because, you know, people are not making complaints out of thin air. Some of them are rude. The customer is not always right, contrary to popular belief. (laughs) But a lot of times, if someone's mentioning something, then it's not what how it was supposed to be. Yeah. No, I mean, looking at it, of course, from the worker perspective, because um, like I said, most jobs are customer service. I get that the customer can just be downright awful. Yeah, and you can't please everyone. No, you can't. Mm-hmm. Especially, like, I, but it's all about how you handle it. Of course. Yeah, like you, you, I will always try my best to assist a person as much as I can before they start getting on my nerves. And then I'll just refer them over to the manager because at that point I can no longer help you. But I'm, I make sure my attitude is in check. Um, I'll act like the customer is always right, <laughs> you know, just to make sure the customer is satisfied. So it also doesn't bring down like the store's ratings or something because it's not worth it to do so. Just because one customer is acting like a nut, you know, you don't have to like. And then they're not going to be, they're not going to consume your day. Like, right. They're coming in and, and they'll be gone and before you know of, it. There's plenty of customers after that are that are so pleasant. Yes. A lot of the times it's just it balances. At out. least for me nowadays, the customers aren't even the issue, because it's like where I work, it's mostly travelers. So it's like people that come in, you'll never see them again. But they're such a there's just they're just so pleasant when they're there though. So it's like I don't even have really issues with the customers anymore. Mm-hmm. But. There have been times where I've worked in other places where the customers are just just crazy. And you just have to deal with it. It's yep. just a part of the job. 
Well, I do want to now on the flip side talk about the positive customer service experience that we did have and what made it positive too because that's just things that stay with you. So um, we were in South Carolina for our mom's birthday and we were on like the boardwalk. Um, So they had like lots of shops and boutiques and stuff. Um, so we went into one of them and I'm gonna start promoting them. Honestly, they mm-hmm. ain't gotta pay me. Shout out to Bijuju. <laughs> yeah. So it's called Bijuju and they sell like handbags, um, jewelry, accessories. accessories. Yeah. Like it's a very cute, like boutique and, um, they had like lots of options and everything was on sale, not to mention. So great prices. Yeah. They're already, you know, hooked me with a sale because I can't pass up a sale but also when we were entering like they followed all the protocols for COVID um they were very like hands-on but not Mm -hmm. to the point where they were like pestering you yeah because some people and this specifically happens to a lot of black people Mm -hmm. when they shop sometimes or I know it's been an experience that a lot of people have had is like people will like watch you as you shop and I'm like, you don't need to be watching me like a hawk because then I don't even feel comfortable to shop because I guess they think you're going to take something or like they feel an extra need to watch you because they already have like a certain label in their mind about you. Mm-hmm. But um, it wasn't like that at all. Like it was literally just like, hey, like here's a here's a suggestion or like you should try this. This is really cute or this is our yeah. most popular item or can I help you with that or do you need another color or whatever. Like so the, the they were lady, very yeah. on it. The lady was like, oh do you because she saw me eyeing a bag first of all the price is chef's kiss mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. um she she saw me eyeing a bag and she was like oh do you want to see it in this color do you want to see it in this color and i was like wait because <laughs> she's enticing me with all these bags her marketing skills are off the charts they're up the there but sis. the way she was like presenting me all the stuff and she already knew i was trying to buy the whole store <laughs> but i was like wait wait let me look at this one first and i'll come to that because i don't want to try to buy everything right so but she was really good about making sure that i saw all my options Mm -hmm. and she let me know about the sales that was going on in store and And online online. Mm -hmm. so she you know so that means that's a continuous customer base like she wants to keep you as a long-term customer even though we don't even live in that city right but they ship you know um across the u.s so but that's what i'm saying like she was trying to you know, not only have us for customers then, but have us continue to be customers. And she did, I mean, they all did a great job mm-hmm. of um, really highlighting everything, all their perks and things like that. So I really enjoyed it. Um, we took their business card and we will be shopping online with them. And it's all because we had such a pleasant experience in the store the very first time. Right. Because you don't get a second chance at a first impression. Exactly. So, I mean, you can tell that they did a good job because we're talking about them, so. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, those are kind of the differences. I know y'all have some horror stories. Those aren't even the worst ones, by the way. Right. Some of them are too graphic for the kids, you know, so we'll, t- we'll talk about that later. <laughs> but, um, yeah, so definitely chime in and let us know what type of customer service experiences you've had. Um, what did you like about them? What did you not like about them? What do you wish you could change? Um, and any other things that you have going on on your mind? Yeah. And just also the aspects of customer service through the actual servicer, just, you know, because just as much as you are a customer, you are also the worker. So we understand 
like working with people can be tough um so just as a customer I guess always remember like don't try to do it overdo it but then make sure you're getting what you need and what you're paying paying for for. Mm -hmm. so and vice versa like as the worker make sure you're giving the person the best that you can because you are getting paid for it yeah it might not be fair fair pay but i mean you did sign the contract i'm like you signed if, you, the contract. if you saw their prices initially and that's what you that's what you, you went paid with, for then so. that's what you paid for yeah. but yeah just overall moral of the story just put it put yourself in each other's shoes yeah so that you can understand like okay am i overreacting or like you know where the other person is coming from right. and i promise things will be better and less difficult right i mean it just goes back to the saying that's been said for who knows how long treat others the way you want to be treated that's all that's it y'all have a good one have a great week and we'll catch you later